From Bradshaw and the Steel Curtain to Roethlisberger and Blitzburg, we are always talking black and gold on SNR. This year, don't just get ready. Get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Now is the time to get a great deal on America's undisputed leader in trucks, Ford F-Series. With all its power and technology, it's no wonder F-Series have been the best-selling trucks in America for 44 straight years. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right at your Ford dealer during the Get Holiday Ready sales event. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Hey, Steelers fans, tired of being sidelined for the game? Looking to score a touchdown of your own? This is your shot. Unibet Sportsbook has all the bets you need to get in on the action, whether it's now or in the fourth quarter. Thousands of bets and endless promotions with Unibet. Sign up today to get $500 risk-free. Download the app or visit pa.unibet.com. Unibet. Crazy about the odds. Proud partner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's face it, you're dying. But if you call now, it doesn't have to be from Hep C. Central Outreach is your first choice to cure your Hep C. No insurance, no problem. The leading curing center for Hep C in America has locations in North Shore, Aliquippa, Erie, or Washington. Call now, 412-866-HEP-C. When your employer gives you a choice of health plans, choose UPMC Health Plan. You'll have access to the best doctors and hospitals, including the top-ranked care of UPMC and many community hospitals near you. UPMC Health Plan gives you an award-winning healthcare concierge team and a partner who puts you and your health at the center of all we do. Choose what's best. Choose UPMC Health Plan. Visit upmchealthplan.com best for more information. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's a Thursday here in Pittsburgh. A little dreary out today. The, the rain yeah. kind of came in. Kind of wet um, and gloomy. I don't think it's supposed to be like this Sunday. I think it's supposed to be like in the 50s. Um, Football we'll weather, but not yeah. a mess. Huh? Not terrible. Uh, but uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally uh, talking uh, Steelers-Ravens, uh, the big matchup this weekend. Uh, Steelers coming out with their injury report today. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, full participant. Chase Claypool listed as a full participant. Joe Hayden did not practice again today. We'll see where that goes. Uh, he was a full participant last Friday. Yeah, interesting. And then they shot Obviously him down. So, and, you know. Yeah, maybe felt a little more pain in there. I don't I don't know uh, what's going on with that. Uh, Arthur Millette did not practice today. That was a, an addition. Uh, he's dealing with the quad injury. Um Trey Turner was back at practice today. That was coach's decision yesterday. Zach Banner, however, still out with the illness. Mm. Uh, Pat Fryermuth getting in a, a second consecutive day of full practice. That, that looks promising. That looks good for yeah, him yeah. To, to come back this week. And then Isaiah Bugs added to the injury report with an ankle issue. Okay. That's limited. Um, no what news. No. And that's something we won't. There's nothing you'll, you'll yeah. It doesn't show up on the practice report. Yeah, right. So people will be you know, waiting They for did that. put Robert Spillane on the uh, COVID, COVID list today. Right? That's why he's not on the injury list. Because uh, okay. he, he's dealing with a knee injury. He wasn't going to play this week. Yeah, so he's not going to yeah. play either way. Um, okay. So if Spillane's out, does Buddy get a ha- helmet maybe? Or probably not? Probably Gilbert not. the backup directly to those two then? You got Gilbert and Allen. Yeah, um, you know, then you're you're looking at you know maybe you bring up Killebrew. Yeah, so you or, mentioned or even Killebrew. Killebrew is a, a linebacker. You can always 
you know, maybe they bring Carl Joseph up, up off of the practice squad. Okay. I think you want smaller guys that can run. That's what I'm saying is yeah. I want – 200 to 235 pound yeah. players on the field that can all run and change directions and maybe a guy like Gilbert would get involved a little more than usual or you know some of those names you mentioned I mean none of them make me do handstands to get them on the field but this is all about you know. scheme to me this week yeah it's all about you know and, and you know we've talked a lot about the blitzing the issues uh this week, um, you know, the Steelers blitzing just 23% of the time this year as mm-hmm. opposed to 40% Much last year. Usual, yeah. I did dig up this little nugget, uh, Matt, that Lamar Jackson is the most blitz quarterback in the league this year, and he missed a game. Oh, wow. So you're talking about just pure I'm talking about too. overall. Yeah, He's been blitzed more than any other that. quarterback in the league. It, it averages out to like about 13 times a game. Okay. And Miami, I'm sure, really bumped that yeah. up too. Denver, so Denver blitzed him 27 times as well, not okay. with much success. Uh, but there were some games early early in the season, teams weren't blitzing him much. Those first five games. Early in his career, yeah. people weren't blitzing him at all. Um, he was blitzed 54 times in his first five games, but that okay. included the 27 times that Denver blitzed him. Gotcha. So it was really low, they those really other four it. games. Okay. The last so, five games, it's 77 times he's been blitzed. So people are hitting it, they're, yeah. they're starting to figure out that this is something they're having problems yeah. with. My take on that was, first of all, early in his career, people were petrified to blitz him. Yeah, you, what if we well, run that's what you, and, yeah, that's yeah, what happens you know, with right. running quarterbacks. Absolutely, you, know, you don't yeah. blitz Mike Vick. Don't blitz, you know. Sure, and then I think people started to realize maybe the best way to beat Lamar is make him process quickly. You know, yeah. find the hots, all those type of things. And then I'm sure it started with Denver and Fangio is great at this type of thing, and Miami took it to a new level. Their line isn't picking up the blitzes particularly well. You know, I mean, so let's keep it up. I mean, it, it, it's sort of a live by the blitz, die by the blitz situation, too, because he might hit Marquise Brown quickly or yeah. extend a play, and all of a sudden you're a man short on the back well, he's end. Still, or, you know, he's but, still a guy, though, that when he's running around, typically his look to run. More often than not. More yeah, often yeah, than yeah. not. I mean, he did throw the touchdown pass against Cleveland was with on a blitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland brought, I think, six guys in that blitz. Two of them tripped over each other. Yeah. And <laughs> he's running around in the backfield. He had nowhere to go mm-hmm. uh, because they pushed him straight backwards instead of allowing him to step up. Because his first his first instinct is often, when, especially when the blitz comes from the outside, is to step up into the pocket. Right, right, right. You know, And then he looks for a running lane. Which has been a problem when Cam and Tewitt and those guys yeah. are there. And, and it still could be, especially with Cam. Um, but the Steelers were better equipped to it, of course, when they were healthy with their best big people. They've given them a lot of problems over the years, really. Yeah, you know, yeah they for have. A I think it's, reasons, but he's thrown five inter- He's only had two starts against the Steelers. He's thrown five interceptions. Okay. He's been sacked nine times. And the other thing, and you bring this up a lot too, is in the run game they hit him. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it means the running back getting more of a free lane, so be it. They're going to put their helmet in Lamar's chest a yeah. lot. The back to the blitz thing, though. Um, it's great that Minka's back, of course, but you know that wasn't a long-term thing. I'm torn. It's kind of a catch-22. If you don't have Watt, you're going to need to manufacture pressure. Yeah. I mean, there's just no way around it. Taco and and you know, How- Tushka and those guys are not going to be close to the, the forces coming off the edge. But as Labs mentioned, sure be nice to have Joe Hayden back there, too. <laughs> right. You know what right. I mean? Like, you have neither... Which one are you more willing to die by? You know, so I, I think that's an interesting. Well, I, I'm kind of interested to see what they do at cornerback this week. They did pull out um, James Pierre late in the game. 
Yeah. Uh, he was not in there. Uh, they, they went with Akello Weatherspoon. Um, we didn't mention that much, but I thought that was super smart. Dude. Yeah. The game's out of reach. Gare's obviously struggling. Yeah. Let's see what he can do in live action. You know, so and he's a guy with a lot of starts under his belt. It's not like he's yeah. some slappy that they signed off the street here. This is a guy who started, as as Bob mentioned the other day, a lot of games. He started games he for the Forty Niners when they went to the right. Super Bowl. Right, right. And everyone, I, I hear this all the time. You must hear it ten times more than I do. Is you know. Ooh. What's that? <laughs> Tampa Bay's Antonio Brown, Mike Eb- Mike Edwards, and uh, free agent John Franklin, all suspended for misre- misrepresenting their vaccination status. Wow! A little breaking news there. Wow! I mean, we had heard some things about AB, obviously, and now you know the latest news. Was now, he's not if, play if we get a little jump on the fantasy uh, segment yeah. here, you can cut him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> ship has sailed because they pretty much said he's not playing the next two weeks. Yeah. Period because of the injuries and now if he's lying about vaccination i'm just curious how the league's going to handle that like how big of a suspension is that well, what's the penalty for three games oh three games i missed that part yeah okay. wow yeah so that's a wrap for him pretty much um anyway where were we weathers witherspoon witherspoon yeah, yeah. you must hear this all the time because i hear it a lot why on earth would they have traded for this guy what a waste and you've laid it out a hundred times on what the if show. he becomes what let's say let's say I, I I'm not saying this is the case but right. let's say Hayden doesn't play another game this year let's say the or foot injury come back next year they sent him back they sent him back to the doctor when mm-hmm. after he practiced last Friday it's worse than what they thought mm-hmm. let's say Witherspoon is now the starter for the final six games of the season then it was worth the fifth then, round draft pick that you traded and it's next year's fifth by the way you know, yeah it's not this upcoming draft right it's, it's two, two years from now, now. right you, you won't miss it this it's upcoming a fifth draft. round draft pick it's fifth round draft pick that's Jalen samuels right you know i was starting experience at a premier position well why hasn't he been active though dale well because, special teams <laughs> yeah because lane yeah. is a core core special teamer he's one of five or six of the most important special teams players and Weatherspoon doesn't go to the slot. I mean, there's only two spots on the field yeah. he can play, and they've been occupied by either Pierre, Lane, or the starters. You yeah. know, so now's the opportunity. Realistically, he's the your deal. number four cornerback, right? Because Pierre's your number three. Well, now maybe he's leapfrogged. Exactly. Pierre. Think about it like wide receivers. Like if you're a number four receiver and you don't play any special teams. There's not many snaps your jersey gets yeah. dirty, you know. You so, might not be active on game days. Exactly. Right. But the guy so, who but the guy who returns kicks, he or at punts, least plays. He's gonna he's gonna be active he on contributes, game right? Day. Yeah. In, in one injury away, you become the active player at that point, and you can you know compete for a starting spot, which I have a feeling is what's going on right now. So, of course, you'd rather have Hayden, but I would think Witherspoon is an intriguing option here. Or, what if Millette doesn't go? Do you think that maybe Sutton goes to the slot and Witherspoon and Hayden are the outside guys? Yeah, I mean, you've also got Norwood there. Yeah. Um, you know, so they got a couple of options there. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know. It's not ideal if you're missing both of them. No, it's, corners, it's, obviously. It, you know, now right. you're really shuffling things. So then you really better turn the pressure up. I imagine. Or. <laughs> Or really play conservative and soft, and I don't think I that's don't, the move. I don't think that's the I way to go. I don't think that's the move either. There's right. a reason why Lamar Jackson is the most right, 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 uh, right, blitz quarterback in the league. Other teams are now telling you, right. You know, if you look at the numbers again, that the uh, the, the the Browns on Sunday blitzed him ten times. That's the fewest times he's been blitzed over the last five games. And I bet they regret it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm sure they looked at it like, well, we got Garrett and Clowney. We don't need. We don't to. need to. Right. Yeah. Or. The Steelers might take that approach if they were perfectly healthy in their front. 
okay, but it's still getting the ball out super quick. You know, I mean, it, no matter what fearsome foursome you have to, to rush the passer, it's still different when somebody that isn't somebody, usually yeah, coming. Somebody unblocked right. against a guy who's really dangerous. Right, or you're making you know? a back pick somebody up, or you have to change your protections, or you have, you know, the hot routes are built into the offense to handle blitz. Yeah, so the other you, thing it you know, does is it helps stuff. blow up some of those designed runs. Too. Yeah, you know, point. you're getting a guy into the backfield to maybe get, chase him. You know, he's he's kind of stutter stepping up to the line of scrimmage looking for a hole, and here comes the guy coming off for mm-hmm. the backside and takes him down for no gain. What, that doesn't count as a passing blitz, but it's still a, an effective, yeah, you know, play. I think that's a really good point because as good as their run game is and has been with Lamar there. They're still slow developing runs. Yeah, you know right. they're not quick hitters. It's the, it's much the you of know the, time. the fake to the to the back, and then Reed and then Lamar's and, looking right. for the read to, to the for the right hole. Right, and then he makes a guy miss, and then yeah. look out. You know, right. But no, if you can speed that process up, make him you know maybe they fumble a handoff easier or whatever. You know, I mean, so it, it all adds up to why you'd blitz them more. I mean, I that also, does make sense. Yeah, I went back and looked at that Miami game again as well. Really interesting. And there were times when Miami. We're technically bringing six guys, but the two guys, like the two linebackers in the middle who were kind of blitzing, mm-hmm. were kind of just stayed at the line of scrimmage. I was just saying that. They kind of, it, was a, it was a muddle. You know, like the, four, the four linemen kind of got upfield, and they were looking for Lamar to push Lamar into up into the pocket, and then the two uh, the two guys in the middle who were hanging at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage would then close and they were and better athletes, yeah. better backers or safeties or whatever too. So yeah, I mean, that's what I was to say. Like. Blitz is a very general term, yeah. and I define blitz as bringing more than four pass rushers. But that doesn't mean they all come with the same vigor, right? right? You know what I mean? Because if you're a three-four defense by nature, you're typically bringing you got five guys at the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and if if it's you know first and ten, probably all five guys are coming because they think it's going to be most of the time it's going to be a run play, right? I mean the you nose is unless you're dropping unless you're dropping right. one of the linebackers out. So is that a blitz? Mm-hmm. Well, you got five guys up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, someone great idea for whoever should come up with what's the average number of people you come at the quarterback with? Is it five point eight? Is it four point two? You know what I mean? Yeah. And instead of just blitz or not blitz. Because a seven-man pressure is a lot more, a lot different than a three-man pressure. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. Say when there's only eleven on the field. You know? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea to rush three against Lamar. You don't want to give him no. time. Time's a problem, yeah, right? And time is... the Marquise Browns of the world will uncover too. Yeah, but you also don't want to be without Watt and Hayden. No. I mean, there's just, I mean, again, you don't need to listen to us for to figure that one out. Well, again, but... they'll they'll have uh, much like they did a, a couple of weeks ago when Ben Roethlisberger was in that same situation. They'll have until four p.m. on Saturday. For, for him to for him to get cleared. Okay. The difference this time is that was a that was a road game, right? right and they right. were leaving for for L.A. True. Okay. Yeah, so Saturday morning, planes involved. Yeah, and things, right? <laughs> there, was, right. there was travel involved, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so that's why Roethlisberger ended up going on to, to L.A. on his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to wait for league approval on that as well. Once even once he had the two negative tests, they then had to the send, rubber stamp it. Yeah, they have to send it into the league. The league has to approve that. They were still waiting. Uh, you know, while they were on the runway, like, okay, you know, we know he's cleared or we know he's passed his test. We're still waiting for legal Somebody approval. Somebody else needs to tell us. We got to fly to L.A. and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm not sure if you know this answer, but I think it's pretty true is, I mean, T.J. can get tested Sunday morning at 930 on his front porch. 
You know, I mean, but he can't be a, a Sunday morning's too late. Or Saturday morning. Saturday, I'm talking morning. About Saturday yeah. evening or whatever. Saturday. Roethlisberger's Roethlisberger's second test took place at 12:01 on his front porch on on Saturday morning. On Saturday, okay. Because they, at your they house. knew they right. knew that they were leaving early in the you know like I think it was a 9 a.m. flight that they were taking. Okay. To L.A. Um, and they wanted to get that approval taken care of. Well, the league works at its own pace, mm-hmm. you know. I guess I'm sure you alert them in some way. Yeah, we're going to need to know this information. But there's still mean it works quick. Yeah, there's doctors involved. There's know? doctors involved, yeah. and they make sure it's true and all that stuff too. Right. As we people just found faking out, stuff yeah, left yeah, and people. right here with COVID. That's the faking COVID <laughs> section here. Uh, um, but we won't know. He might have a, a, a negative test already in the books. Correct. And we would well know, we would yeah. never know that stuff. He has to be symptom free first. Okay. Then Some of has, that stuff sometimes leaks out. Yeah, but, then you know. he has to have two consecutive uh, negative tests negative in a test. 24-hour period. Gotcha. But we won't. But the media doesn't know that stuff. I they mean, don't release dogs, any right? information yeah, on yeah. COVID. That you know, typically leaks out from the agents and those kind of mm-hmm. things. So good luck with that. Again, you're not listening for this is an in-depth information. But the fact of what plays or not is going to drastically affect my prediction. Yeah. I mean, I really – the way he – Shuts down the run to his side, familiarity with the offense, pass rush if you can shut down their run game. I mean, obviously, he's a great, great we player. We may not know by Friday when we make our pick. I know. I know. <laughs> My hunches we won't. I mean, what's the chances, you know, there's, 24 hours from yeah, now? Yeah, there's know. a good chance. I mean, yeah. I, I do believe he is vaccinated, so, okay. you know, again, they don't have to tell us that. They don't That's need to know the, those information you know, either. So. All these HIPAA rules. Yeah. The, right. So... But interesting game. Um, you and I have been breaking down stats left and right as usual. There's a lot of stats that you look at the Ravens and go, how the hell are they 8-3? and three? It's 100% I true. sent you this stat last night. They, they, they've they allowed the most 40-yard passing plays in yeah. the league. I think it was, what, it was 14? It was in the mid-teens, yeah. Yeah. They've also allowed the most 20-yard passing plays in the league. I know that was 51. Which is a ton. Yeah, I mean, so right. I mean that's 60-plus big plays in the passing game. Through the air. Through the air. So I was thinking about this too. Like I, the obvious, if you don't look at the opponent, how does the Steelers' offense get right? Well, let's hand it to Najee, and I, you yeah. know, and I'm all for that. I mean, I think that would help the O line. I'm a big believer that the more you run the ball, the more it helps the O line, whether it produces yardage or not. But in this case, that's not what teams do against the Ravens, and if it's still 10-10 at the half. I'm all for for you know keep pounding the yeah. ball into into the into a mountain whether you know you get to not fall down or not, but you got to take shots. I mean, you, you got to throw the ball down the field yeah, whether these, it's off play action or not. This or is whatever. the kind of game that you know it could be third and eight mm-hmm. or third and five, and you and and I hear this all the time. Though, the Steelers will take a shot down the field and not connect them. Why did they do that? Why don't they just throw for the sticks and the, you know? Mm-hmm. You take a shot at those big plays because you know. That the the opposing defense, okay, they're going to try to take the short stuff away. They're vulnerable to the they're big vulnerable plays. to the right. big play. Uh, you got to hit it. You got to hit it, yeah. I mean, of course, and set it up properly, and all these things. And but the this fact, is this is what the Ravens give up this year. This yeah, is a lot. Yeah, I mean Ben's going to have to make throws. Yeah, in my opinion, I mean it's Fryermuth in the middle of the field. They've been very generous to opposing tight ends. Um, I could certainly see Claypool having a breakout-type game, especially if Humphreys is running around with uh, Deontay for much of the game. And by no means do I think Deontay, don't start him in fantasy. Yeah, don't he's play him. His. Nah. I mean, he, yeah. he, I think he's matchup proofs of a strong word, but 
he'll be fine you know so yeah. if you can exploit the the stuff they give you more power to you but it's going to have to be a bend game i mean i don't think again i'm not saying don't run the football a lot but i don't think you know harris is going to go 25 for 150 against these guys yeah. you know on the ground i mean it would shock me i think you sent me the stat that they lead the league in uh runs for zero Negative runs, for negative, yeah, negative right, right. runs, like like twenty three percent. They're kind of, in that regard. They're kind of like the Steelers from last year, where they're going to blitz a lot. Yeah, right, right, right. And right. they're going to get the, they're going to guess right sometimes and get the ball carrier. Mm-hmm. They're still giving up despite that four point one yards of carry. So that tells me that even though they do get those negative stops, they they get gashed at times. They get gashed too. too. I mean, yeah. it's kind of the nature of their their defense in general. It's right very now is, very aggressive, but also very high risk. Yeah, and the the bad parts are coming to fruition more this year than they have in the past. So yeah, they they and, and they don't generate many big plays in the passing game. Yeah. You know, five five fumbles they've recovered and five interceptions. That's the same numbers as Steelers defense, which is low. I mean, very very low. Only ten. So do you go into this game? Saying that a punt is a good thing? Going into, but that could change very drastically if the first two drives yeah. they rush for 80 yards yeah, and are right. gouging you and it looks like the last couple games defensively where you can't stop a soul. Well, right. then, sorry, it's time to be super aggressive and, you know, bombs away. Right. I mean, which, you know, isn't ideal for Ben at this stage of his career, but it's going to have to be a Ben game at some point. Yeah, at some point, um, you know, I just uh, looking at the Ravens offensively right now, they're struggling to score as well. They've, they I think they've scored on three touchdowns on like their last thirty-six possessions yeah. or yeah, something. In the like last that. couple games, the numbers are. Now, one bad. of those games was not a Lamar game. True, true. But they squeaked that one. Even out. the two games that Lamar started out of their last three, he's not. They put. They've scored twenty-six total points in those two games. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And average depth of targets gone down. Um, yeah, uh, the the mistakes have gone up. Yeah. Part of me wonders, just this past week, you know, the, the Browns-Ravens, was that just a bad day for Lamar? I tend to lean towards yes, you know, that the Browns got him on his worst day and that he'll be better because... But his his day before that was against the Dolphins, and he didn't look good. And, you know, they, uh, they yeah. were overwhelmed there. Yeah. I think they were tactically beaten in that game, where I thought the Cleveland game, Lamar just wasn't himself. You know, that was his worst outing, you know, and the Browns didn't take advantage of it. I mean, no one seems to t- take advantage of the, the gifts that the Ravens give you this year. Yeah. yeah. Six and one in games decided by a touchdown or less uh, this season, with the only loss being in the opener. So they've won six in a row of those decided by, yeah. you know. And um, stuff doesn't keep up. I mean, some teams win more than others, but they don't keep up at that rate. I mean, yeah. it's not how the league works. No, it really isn't. Um, so, you know, I think. And they're not this immovable object. I mean, they have holes. Yeah, no, without question. It's interesting. I mean, if you if you looked at the if you just looked at the numbers and you didn't you took the Steelers off and the Ravens names off, you think it's a pretty even ball game. You think it's like oh the Steelers are playing the Lions this week. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Or they're playing themselves. Yeah, yeah, right. like right, yeah, a, a very equal opponent. And we know that's not true. I mean, they're great on special teams. Lamar can be the best player on the field any given week, and. You know they're they're not to be taken lightly. Not that the Steelers are going to at this stage of the of the season or the, knowing who this opponent is. But you're right. I mean they are not an eight and three team on paper. No, they're not, not even not even, not even really close. close. Much yeah. more like a five hundred team. Yeah. Um, you know you'd look at the, you look at some of the numbers. You go maybe they should be three and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean we could be talking about them as 
man, this is a really good team that has no chance to make the playoffs. <laughs> you know, right. Like, you yeah. know, they could be under that could be the light they're viewed under if it's just a couple of bounces. Yeah, for sure. But uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we'll have a special guest. Ooh, a special guest. A special guest. Nice. We'll do that right after this. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. 